So, hi and uh, welcome to the first episode of this podcast, Transformative Change. So, I was thinking that I work a lot with technologies. I work a lot with companies using new technologies, in special AI and data. So why don't I just do another podcast around AI and data? Well, I was thinking that it is not really about the technologies. It's it's never what I advise companies about. What I actually advise them about is much more around the the change. And I believe where we are in society today, we're going to some changes that we have to adopt to. And I do believe that these changes are transformative in the nature. We're no longer just talking about a 10x. We are talking about improvements in the 100x, in the thousands of x. So this is really about transformative change in society. And that's what this word is referring to. Because transformative change, it is that major shift in an environment. And this change significantly is changing the characteristics or the outcomes. So therefore, this podcast is about transformative change. Part of it might be about AI, it might be about data, but it might also be about you. Because what we see in organizations and societies, it is people's inability to actually adopt new changes. Technology isn't the problem. We are as humans. And the change we want to see in society, hopefully to the better, and that's going to be one of many episodes, is about bringing deep and lasting transformations. And we want to fundamentally change the way things are to the better. We want to change how people look at opportunities We want them to be aware about the risks and we want them to view situations differently. One of the the things we also want to affect with this podcast is really about the direction that society takes. Is it really about maximizing profits for the few or is it about improving the quality of life for the many? Are these topics actually contradictory? Do they go against each other? Can we have both? Or can we actually have it all? Can we help people go from the poorest in the world to the richest? And how do we measure these topics? So transformative change, it is about you. It is about me. It's about your neighbor, your friends, your family. It's about organizations. It's about society. So I hope you enjoyed this first episode because this is where we're going to set the tone for it all. And this is where we'll start. Welcome. So this first episode, it is titled Everything Will Change. And this is a topic I've been speaking about the last year or two, because when I started thinking about the topics around AI, I realized that the changes we are seeing, they are coming faster and faster. 
And most recently, there is a lot of discussions around chat GPT, GPT-4s, and how fast they are coming and what they are doing to society. There's a lot of discussions around will they automate jobs? Will they take away all the, the mundane tasks? People perceive this as threats and opportunities. But if we have a look back in history, because I think it is important to see where we're coming from in order to make conclusions about the future. We can always make predictions, but they're always going to be wrong in one way or the other. But the best way of at least get a sense of direction and get some understanding on where we're headed, I really believe that history can teach us a lot. I'm not a history expert, but I do like reading. And I did a bit of research on this topic. And I read this article in MIT Economics. And they were talking about innovation cycles. And, and obviously, innovation is a word of fashion, or at least it's been in, in businesses for, for quite a while. And I think it's important to start defining what we mean with that. Well, innovation, in a sense, brings forward new technologies or new ways of adopting technologies. The first examples that's mentioned in this article is really about water power, textiles, uh, the way we processed iron. And this is from the 1780s-ish. Uh, and the first wave of innovation, they talk about six waves of innovation in this article, by the way, is really about how we adopted these things. And the innovation cycle in this sense, they determined to be around 60 years. The second wave of innovation came with the steam power, the rail and and just utilizing steel, not iron in this sense. And it's deemed to start at somewhere around 1845, 1850s. And the innovation cycle is then deemed to be a few years shorter before the, the, the next wave of innovation. So 55 years. And then it goes on to the third wave of innovation. So electricity, chemicals, internal combustion engines. And we're already down now to 50 years in these innovation cycles. And then the fourth wave of innovation, petrochemicals, electronics, aviations. We're now up to the, the early 90, uh, 20th century. Uh, and then down to 30, 25 years. And the fifth wave of innovation is really about uh, digitalization, or at least the, the first stabs at it. So digital networking, software, new type of media outlets. And then now in these modern days, if we can say so. Well, it's the modern, most modern that we know, at least. We talk about AI, IoT, robotics, drones, clean technologies. The innovation cycles is already down to about 25 years. And now with these type of new innovations, we see that the innovation cycles, if we just looked at it pragmatically and trying to be objective in the sense, it's going faster and faster. The, the launch between GPT-3 and GPT-4, the, the new large language models from, from OpenAI, it's six months. And the differences between them are quite significant. So what we can determine by looking at history is that the speed of innovation is increasing. And by seeing that the speed of innovation is increasing, that means that 
accompanies society or organization's ability to deal with change becomes crucial. Because change is not the problem. It is people's inability to handle change when it comes. That's the big problem. And I think that's where when we go back to the topic of of this episode, everything will change. The only constant is change for those of you that are mathematically inclined. And I think this is so important to just mention. Uh, We can also talk about that in the, the context of organizations or businesses. So we still like to to think of companies like Activision, Amazon uh, as digital players. And especially Amazon, I think in a sense is, even though it's not, it's seen as a a startup type of company that's quite innovative and they move fast. But they've been around for a while now, about 30 years or, or so, at least. And it took them quite a long time, about 30 years or 25 to 30 years to reach a valuation of about a billion US dollars. And that means that the the time for them to reach that milestone um, was quite significant, especially if you look on the next generation of companies that came like Booking.com, you have Salesforce, Netflix, eBay, PayPal that came a few years later. It took them about 20 years or so And then we talk about the next generations of organizations, like you have Tesla, you have Skype, you have Facebook. And for them to reach that same type of valuation between 15 and 20 years. And then we take the even next generation of of startup that came after that. You have Slack, you have companies like Klarna, Spotify, Uber, Square, uh, Airbnb. Took them about 10 years to reach that type of valuation. And then the generation after that, Zoom, Bolt, Stripe, uh, Vice, for instance, took them about five years or a little bit longer than five years. The companies that came after that, less than five years to reach a valuation of about a billion US dollars. That doesn't say anything really about the earnings of that company. It doesn't tell you really about how much value they are creating. We're now just looking from it how we as society, especially if they're publicly traded, are valuating them. So the entrepreneurial value creation is or was pre uh, the, the changes to the interest rates is at an all time high. The pace is just picking up. And I think what we see in all of this is that these type of of Changes, technologies, they have caused an everlasting impact on society. The changes that new technology has, especially those that are quite cutting edge, that are being integrated into organizations, we are seeing productivity gains that that completely revolutionizes and has have our, our thinking changed. And probably forever. Because when you think at it, it... Applying AI is just like when you introduced a tractor. It used to be uh, a cow or a horse um, that you plow the, the fields with. It took forever. But then you introduced the, the plows and it went much faster. And it just keeps on improving. So you can produce more 
with less. And the impact on society is quite fundamental, quite transformative, I would even say. And what are we going to do about all of that? How are we going to look at knowledge when we can ask ChatGPT anything? Does it become more important what questions we ask and what we do with the answers? Is human creativity going to be the main differentiating factor in society going forward? Will we be able to stop spending time on just turning papers over, trying to spend 40 hours minimum per week at the office, and we look more on outcomes? And creativity becomes more important for for all of us. I think these are philosophical questions. And just looking at organizations and companies going forward, it is so important to stay, not maybe at the forefront, even though there are studies implying that if you're leading these changes, the relative impact to your bottom line or your cash flow is quite significant. There are studies showing that I think there's a 10x differentiating factor approximately between those that just follow and compared to those that actually are trying to lead this type of innovative changes in the world. Those that do nothing, they will stand still and even lose market share. We know when we're analyzing the cash flows of large organization on a large scale and we forecast that the implications that the net impact to the earnings of a company will be directly impacted by these things. And it's interesting because if we look specifically on AI, for instance, we know today that the successful companies, they're not even doing innovation with AI. They are just improving operational processes. So do what you're doing today, just do it better, utilizing new tools and technologies. And then it becomes important to understand your own business, your own processes and everything around that. And this is fascinating for me. And other parts that organizations successfully are focusing on is building capabilities for tomorrow, utilizing AI and data but also cutting costs, especially in these times. Because investing in new technologies doesn't need to be more costly than what you're doing today if you know what you're doing today and what you can do in order to improve it for tomorrow. Cutting costs is not just about cutting people. It is about being more efficient. We have to stop treating people as a cost. Because if they're put to the right use, organizations, society, and and large enterprises, we have to calculate what the return or the value being produced. And that's the important part in all of this. Value that we are producing is not just measurable in pounds or euros. It is the output for the organization that they can put to better use. And end of the day, it's the output for society. So these transformative changes that are coming really should make us think on how we want society to look like in the future. If not everybody is working or not everybody has to work, what should we do? 
and how do we unleash the human creativity in the the best possible way and i think what we can take with us here is those that are moving faster than the rest of us they are seeing the majority of these gains and when we say everything will change it is our duty as a society to take it into the direction that we want to and this episode is not really about providing you all the answers we will digest all of these topics in due time but it's about creating and setting the scene for the discussions that we need to have in how we embrace this transformative change that is happening in society right here right now and what we do know is that the future that we talk about that we see on tv movies and that's been discussed and been around in the comic books and in the the regular books for a very long time it's already here the problem is that it's so unevenly distributed and i think that's our key challenge that the adaptation of these tools and technologies it not only can it it already has widened the gaps among countries companies and workers it will deliver a boost to economic activities but the benefits of these things are likely to be uneven and just as i started this episode the question is if we would have entrepreneurs uh, like henry ford or uh, bill gates that has made uh, new software or new hardware if we say that the car is a hardware uh, it's more of a software today would we been able to imagine life without those things is it then unfair that part of this wealth that's created by these entrepreneurs is in their hands it's a question to think about if they can produce more value to society is it okay that they own the majority of the the earnings of that company some would say yes some would say no and i think this is a topic that we need to deep dive into at one point and see is value creation the key or is it wealth distribution if we create a vaccine should we charge for it or should we hand it out to the world if we find a way to uh, produce protein so nobody in the world needs to go hungry is it our duty to distribute it to everyone or to those that can pay theoretical questions that might for some people have an immediate answer based on your values and principles yes no so the distribution of wealth is also and the model that we actually prize and go to market with these type of things are interesting topic for all of us to think about and this is our opportunity to really try to create a model because what happens when we don't have to work anymore what happens when we can choose how we spend our time because all of our basic needs are met we're not there yet and then the question come down to what does it mean to be human is it going to the office 
five days a week and spend your weekends and vacation on what you want to do? What if we can spend all of our time on the things that we want to do? What would you do? That's the key question. Because everything will change. We've seen it in how we create and provide for society throughout the the centuries. And we are now at the tipping point where these discussions need to be held. We also have to discuss what is important for us. Is it to live on a planet where the environment thrives? Or is production and distribution of the result of this the key question? Because we are starting to see new problems arise. And how are we going to fix those? Because what I know is that it is not just me proposing philosophical questions that are interesting to discuss. It is really about us living in this time, in this exact moment. Because it's so easy to go to work every day and focus on the problems that's happening if your Excel sheet doesn't work or if your customers are complaining. But we're living in the most transformative of times. And living in the most transformative of times really means that we need to take responsibility and accountability of what's coming next. Because shaping society is not just the voice of one person. Shaping society is really about engaging in the topics that we deem to be important. It takes leadership. And not just by the few. It takes leadership by you. To live by example. To lead the way towards others. And have the hard discussions. We are leading the way. And I think that's a key statement for this introduction to transformative change. And what we will continue doing now in the coming episodes is really to pick topics that contribute to your personal growth and awareness on how to handle and communicate and be aware of the transformative changes that are happening to pinpoint what you believe is important and should be discussed to make you grow. And by having these discussions, I believe that we can contribute to how we adopt and drive change. Because if there's something I know, it's that I know nothing. But if there's something I will state then it is that everything will change. And what if tomorrow is today? Thank you for listening in. If you find this topic interesting and have any contributions to a topic that you would like us to deep dive into, don't be afraid to to reach out. Uh, More than happy to engage in discussions because this is not just about one person sitting in front of a, a microphone having opinions. It's about the discussions and it's about dissecting the important topics and raising awareness. Thank you for this time and I'm looking forward to meeting you next.